Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Daniel Sanoff, Shliach to Vassar College in Poughkeepsie, New York, on the topic of an annual report. I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Atzlach in their Shluchas. It's my pleasure. Before we get started, I would love to thank our sponsors, Svassman Jewelers, The Smetana Group, and Machon Stam. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Um, I know that uh, there are many, many Shluchim who do an annual report, and there are some Shluchim who do not do an annual report. Um, perhaps many, and I think it's uh, a, a very important topic for this time of the year. And uh, I know you do a wonderful um, annual report, and my question to you is to, to begin with is, why did you feel it was important to create an annual report and to share it with your donors? How, how did that all get started? I, I think the Rebbe taught us this idea, and the idea of a duch, and a din v'chezron, that after we've done something, we sort of have to report back to what we've achieved. And I saw it was very necessary. You have people that are involved in certain aspects of your Chabad house and don't really know the broad range of programming or who you impact or all the things you do. And I saw this as an opportunity to give all of those individuals a taste of what our whole Chabad house does for the whole community. And also to show the donors where their money is being spent. A lot, of, a lot of times donors, they give money, they like the person, but they don't necessarily know where it's going to. And so it's very important to retain them and to cultivate them, to show them exactly where their investment is going and how it's being used and the impact on the community and how it's making the world a better place. Do you think it gives you the opportunity to fundraise more because you're, doing, because you're sending out an annual report, because it's time, it's an investment? I definitely think it's, 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 worth, it's a worth every second of the, of the investment of time and resources. This is, I think people take you a lot more seriously. It's a certain industry standard for basic professionalism. And I think a lot of people... I send mine out, I go according to the school year, I sent mine out in the beginning of June when I was calling people before Rosh Hashanah, they were still raving and ranting about how amazing it is and they didn't realize that so many people are involved inside the students, inside the donors and their own press that the Moisit is really growing. And I think that people want to feel like they're part of a living organism, something that's growing, something that's active and this is a perfect way in a very soft way, in a very easy way for them to see that, and additionally, I know some of them, they leave it on their coffee table, or they leave it on their, their desk in their office, and you've now, I've now empowered them to be my ambassadors to the greater community of people that I couldn't naturally reach, and now they can say, oh, I've told you about this Chabad Rabbi, and da, 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 da. oh, and here's this annual report, get a sense of what he's doing, and it can also be used as a tool throughout the year to show prospective donors, or to allow your Balabatim to show other Balabatim exactly what you're up to and what you're doing, and in a very soft way, in a very concise, precise manner. Um, I couldn't agree with you anymore. I just wanted to, just, just to add that uh, I've always been a big proponent of, of annual reports. I think it's so important to show our community members and our supporters the bigger picture of Chabad. Some of them, you know, they, they, you know one person comes to your Hebrew school, one person comes to your... Um, to, to your summer camp, someone comes to your JLI, but they don't see the big picture. And an annual report gives you the opportunity 
in one publication to get that message across, to show that you are a big moisted, you're an important moisted, you touch the lives of many, you have many supporters, and all of that is, uh, um, is demonstrated and articulated and, and, and seen clearly in an annual report. So, but um, what's, what's so important about the, these podcasts is giving Shluchim the practical, the de- simple, down-to-earth um, ideas of how to make something a success. So what I want to talk about is if you could share what goes into your annual report. What do you put into your annual report? Um, if, if it's okay, I'll share what, what, what I put in my annual report also so that, to give Shluchim a different perspective, but really break it down. What is an annual report? You know, Shluchim hears this. They're like, oh, I don't have time. I'm busy doing a million things. How am I going to put together an annual report? What does that even mean? So an annual report is, it can be four pages, it can be eight pages, it can be 12 pages, and it doesn't have, it can be as big or as small as endeavor as, as anyone wants. The main thing is it should have sort of a theme, an idea. What was this year's theme? Was it that this year you bought land, this year you built your building, this building you, you focused on Jewish education, this year you focused on one-on-ones and growing individuals and sort of thinking of a theme of what your programming represented or what you achieved that year and sort of honing in on that and then sort of expressing that throughout the annual report. But to be just practical, you, the, a, a format that could be used is you could start with a letter from the director or the directors, just a piece, you know, it could be a few paragraphs from the shliach and the shlucha, sort of what they felt about the year, what they're excited about, what their vision is, what their trajectory of the coming years will be. And the second part is a letter from an advisory board member or some an important member of the community that'll, that sort of helps to add the validity of your moisid and sort of also can, if it's an important person who's willing to put their name on there for you, it can also impress other people like, wow, you know, Mr. Cohen's such a hush of a person and he gets involved and it, it helps bring them an appreciation of what your moisid is. And then another aspect you can put is testimonials. Testimonials with a picture of their face and then, or the family, and you know, a few sentences. What, you know, for me, my students, what I do is I just text them and say, look, we're doing this annual report. I love to have a quick testimony. Can you just text me an answer back? You know, it doesn't have to be a whole formal endeavor. It can just be very simple and to get, to get a testimonials because that also leads to what we saw before, that sort of if you can pick a testimonial from all the different aspects of your mysid, that sort of shows people the bigger picture. Then the next aspect is just a general overview of programming. And this part is very picture-heavy and not a lot of words. And it's also nice to sort of share with them and you can sort of divide the pictures into different, into different types of programming, or, or you can go according to the schedule of the year and sort of really be flexible with that, with that. But I think it's important to think when picking pictures to really think about what the donor wants to see and sort of what's going to make the donor feel good. I know sometimes we like to show, you know, these just pictures of, you know, dozens and tens of 20, 30, 50, 70 people. And, on, and it, it makes us feel good because we had a lot of people at an event, but on a, someone looking at the picture just looks like a crowd of people and they don't understand really what that's trying to do. So maybe focus in on really choosing the pictures wisely that sort of give people a sense of what you're all about and what you're trying to do through that programming. And then another part you could show is, is showing growth of impact in numbers, sort of showing them what you've achieved. 
and that can take on a lot of different forms. And just to make it a little simpler, in the in the email you'll see there'll be a link to to my annual report. You can get a sense, and there's also be a link to a Google Doc that has all of this information laid out for you. That that you can take and you can download and you can edit it to your needs. But I showed you know you want to show people who how your impact is it growing in Achlis? is it growing in commas and there's different ways of doing that. You can do it either through infographics or graphs. You can do it through testimonials. You can just do it through, through paragraphs of written word. It, it's really up to you what you think is, is most appropriate. Now, I know this is a touchy subject that I'm going to put out there. I think it's very important. I know other shluchim don't do it, and it's really up to the individual to decide. I put my financials in the annual report. I personally think it's important. A lot of other nonprofits do it, and it, it, I think it's, it shows the Balabatim that the money is the best spent money they could ever, they could ever put it. So I just, I just put... I want to add to what you just said, by the way. I want to add to what you just said, that um, um, looking at your annual report, it's actually done in a very smart way. It's not getting into the nitty-gritty. Um, you're not opening it up, you're, you're, your whole um, budget for people to nitpick and to see if you know if you, how you're spending your money, where you're spending your money, but it just gives them a perspective of where the money is going um, with a very um, clean and beautiful infograph. So I think it's um, you do it in a very in a very smart way. So when someone hears this, they don't have to think, oh my gosh, putting out my whole um, putting out my whole budget. And just another thing to add is that like exactly like um, Daniel said, yes, you could include your um, you could include your budget um, in your annual report, but you don't have to include it. We, do, we, do, we actually don't include it in ours, um, and it's very successful. And I think the message is, the point is, is that there's, there's not one way to do it, it, meaning the overall idea is to give most of these, put this, most of these ideas in an annual report. You are reporting, but you, you could include your budget, and it will be a success. If you don't include your budget, it could be a success. It depends. Maybe you know from your donors what they would appreciate. You could ask a few people that you're close with. But... Um, Doing it is the most important thing. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, like like Davi said, I mean, in my budget, I have it's it's in a pie it's it's in a pie chart, and there's five categories. You know, sort of it's it's operations, development, management, faculty, and I think something else. And then I did, and then I did of my total program services. I divided that into another pie chart. So it says like how of the operational cost, how much was spent on holidays, Shabbos, cultural, social events. You know, it, it, there's no, you know, you're not giving them your QuickBooks and letting them play around with it. It's of just a very general sense. And I did also how much our fundraising goal was, how much money was raised, how many donors gave, and how many gifts were given. And I think that, even if you don't put numbers, but I think that's a very important point because when people see how many people are giving, that it, it really it really helped a lot of all about them see that wow you have a lot of people involved you're out there you're getting them you're not just relying on them so I think that I think that was a very important point and then right so then that's that's part of the idea of social proof when people see wow there's so many other people that are giving it's like hey I'm not the only one um, I should also be giving because um, this yeah. is not just going to your donors it, it's a great way to send it to people in your community that are not involved. Um, or someone that you want to be involved, and they see this and say, wow, this is a, there's a lot of people who support this cause. 
Exactly. I mean, if we, you know, if we look at some of the letters that the Rebbe sent about this idea of locally supported, one of them, the idea is that, that the Rebbe's shita was to have local support because this shows that this is an organization that has a future. And when they see that there's so many people behind it, that this organization is here to stay and it's growing, it helps, you know, muster the troops and get people more behind you. And on that note, another point is, is to, to publicly thank your donors. And I don't divide it into who gave what or how much. I just do it alphabetically. And, you know, besides one or two people that asked me specifically to keep it anonymous, everyone else doesn't seem to have a problem with it. And then the last part is, is the, your vision, your plans for the coming year or years. Just so people can sort of end off on a high, like, wow, we've done so much, but this is where we're going to take it next. And I think that's an important point, not to, not to sit back, but to always keep moving forwards and just show them that we're moving forwards and what our, what our vision is for the future. Beautiful. So if you could just um, do a recap, just go through, I don't know if the, how many points that was, eight things that you include in your annual report, just, just go through the list you know, quickly for a moment, so if Shliach wants to write this down, um, they, could, uh, they could do that. Sure, there's no need to write it down. It's in the Google Doc. That'll be in the emails link. So everything is in that. You can download it and it's editable. You can play with it. But in short, that they should hear from you and your, and your wife. They should hear from your advisory board or an important member of the community. There should be testimonials or there could be testimonials. An overview of programming or explanation of programming showing impact or growth financials, list of donors, and then plans or vision for the coming years. I, what, what advice would you have for a shliach? You know, a shliach hears this and they can get overwhelmed. Oh, my gosh, this, is, you know, this could take hours of my time to do an annual report. I've never done it before. It's, it, it, it could get very overwhelming. What advice could you give to a shliach just to, to get the ball rolling? I mean, how could they sit down and make this happen? I would say that, first of all, you use the base I have. Look at the my annual report, and sort of just just sort of run with that. But I think it's sort of it is an investment of time. But sort of it doesn't have to be done in one day. It doesn't have to be done in one week. But sort of if we think about how much time and energy is put into, let's say, a dinner, and we all we all agree and acknowledge that the importance of making these big fancy dinners. But let's be honest: how much time is spent? How much money is spent? How much of our personal resources and Agbas Nefesh goes into these type of events? And why do we do them? Because it creates a certain buzz. It gets everyone in the room together. People see the success. People feel the success. People see who's involved. It becomes a social aspect. And so I would say that an annual report is like a mini dinner. And in a way, it has a certain advantage over a dinner is because it's a pulinim shechus that you now you have a document that you can show balabatim the whole year. Your balabatim can share with their contacts, and you can grow. And I think you sort of have to look at it in the same way as this is an investment of time, but it has a very high return on investment, and therefore it, the value of it is immense. And that to value that that return on investment is the first step. And then sort of just looking over the notes that I left and start thinking, you know, what do you want to share with your community? What do you think you have achieved over the year? And sort of start putting down those, those thoughts on paper. 
you know, just like you even scribbles, you know, and then you can think, okay, who am I going to ask to write this letter? Re- you know, you can write them an email, ask them for that. You can think about, you know, what what are some of the pictures that you wanna you wanna show them, and I think that sort of gets the ball rolling. And I think, you know, if it's only your first year, you can only do, I mean, my, you know, I when I started, I did eight pages. Now it's at twelve. You know, if it's only your first year, you can also just do four or four pages, and just really just start getting the ball rolling. But sort of think about this as an opportunity to share with your community what you've achieved. And the practical step-by-step is in, is in the Google Doc that will be shared. And it's sort of, I think, just mainly start, just start the ball rolling and maybe, you know, schedule like a 30, 40 minutes a day for two, three weeks, and you'll be able to see, see the results add up. You know, I just want to add that some shluchim have people working in their offices. They can have a secretary. Um, and I think that one way to think about this is you sit down, you do your notes, you write down, you know, what you want to put in your annual report, you know, just make a list of all the things. Um, and then you sit and you make a list of who are the people that you would like to get there, um, them to write a letter or um, feedback uh, quotes from them. You make a list of everything and then you pass it on to the person that you're working with and they could run with it from that point on and then kind of consult with you. And I've done this very successfully where you, I get it started and then it, you move on to someone else, and they and they get it done, and that's uh, it, it's 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 a big it's a big project, but at the same time, it, um, once you get the hang of it, and once you sit down and get the list, you realize that it, there's not that much um, that, that that it takes, you know, to pull it all together, and uh, and if it does take you know a bunch of hours, it's well worth it. Um, uh, moving on to some more practicals, um, do you how do you send it out? What do you what do you put it inside? So I don't I don't do a self mailer because I feel like it'll look just like another brochure catalog they get and it'll go in the garbage. So I I have I send it first of all I print it on eleven by seventeen paper folded in half and then I and then I get a colorful envelope that I send out on at nonprofit bulk mail. Okay, beautiful. What about uh, another question that I have another practical question for Shluchim? is do you include um, an envelope? Like, is, is there any part of this which is requesting for a donation? Like, I know some shluchim on campus, when they send out a newsletter, they'll put in a box that says, you know, please support our organization and, you know, uh, with a place to put in your credit card information and send it back. Do you do that or um, any kind of envelope inside? I personally don't. Maybe I should. But I sort of feel like, you know, we always reach out to our donors and a lot of the paper mail they get from us is always requests for funds and sort of this is a very friendly piece of mail. And this is something that I wanted. My goal is, my goal is sort of just to thank them and to show them where, what they've, where their money is going. So my gut reaction is sort of like, but then if you turn around and ask for money, it could take away from that. So that's my opinion and there's probably other opinions who would say, you know, put it in there and whatever they want, they can give. You know, I, people, most people who get this and have my contact information and they'll send in a check without it. I personally feel like it's more soft, it's more soft and it's more meaningful if you're not, if it doesn't come with a solicitation, albeit a very soft one. Okay, no, I think this, this is also a perfect example of how there, there could be different ways to do something and they could both be very successful and maybe it depends where you are in your shlichus, your community and lots of other things. Um, so just to share, just again, another perspective is we put ours, um, first we put it inside of a white envelope, um, just like Daniel. Now we put it inside of a see-through plastic 
um, that uh, as soon as you get it, you could see through it, and, like you open up like magazines. That's something new we tried. Um, and we do include an envelope. We include an envelope. We also include a, um, a section that says giving opportunities, and it just lists the, di- the different giving opportunities to Chabad of Flagstaff. And the reason we do that is because we want to remind people of the different ways that Chabad is supported, that we need their support, but it's not an ask. There's no ask over there. We're not even asking over there, and it's definitely it's an indirect ask, which is always great. And we feel that in the beginning we did not put an envelope because we also felt like, you know, this is an annual report. We just want to, you know, let everyone know what's going on. But now we're comfortable and we're at the point where we say, hey, you know what? Let's put an envelope. There's no, we're not asking anything. The envelope is in there. And if someone wants to respond, they, they may do it in a month, they may do it in two months, but they have the envelope in the desk and they can send in a donation. And that itself pays for the, for the whole mailing so, and, and more. But it's just, a, a, again, showing both ways are the right way. It all depends on your situation and what, you want, what you're comfortable doing. The last question I want to ask is, how much does it cost? to do an annual report, because again, Ashley, I could say, wow, this, you know, the designing of it and the mailing and printing and all of that, it sounds like it's very expensive. From, from my experience, the design is roughly between $500 and $600 for, for, a 12-page, for a 12-page project, and then printing, we're still small, so we, we print roughly 250 and that costs around, you know, roughly another 300 and then sh- and then mailing it out, that bulk rate is roughly another $250. So you're looking between $900 and $1,200. But I can't imagine, I mean, it's definitely worth every single penny of it. You know, sort of the return on investment, I can't imagine anything bigger. And also, I don't do this, but I can imagine very easily if you have a balabas who wants to see you grow, who wants to see you develop, who wants to see certain more element of professional in the Masid, they could be contacted to help with sponsorship and help to cover this. And I think if you put an envelope in it, you'll probably also see the return on investment. But I think the main thing is the time and the energy and the cost is, is well worth the return you'll get back. Uh, just to add, uh, I once heard from, from a good friend that uh, his grand- grandfather is a, um, a fundraiser in Eretz and the Rebbe one time told him that um, at the end of the dinner, he should give out a picture book to all of the honorees and the Rebbe said something to the effect of that giving them the picture book will, will help cover the deficit of Chabad many times over. Um, something to that effect. The point was is that the Rebbe was sharing that when, when, when the donor gets a picture book, it, it, it takes the dinner and it lives on on their, on their coffee table, on their desk. Um, it lives on forever with them. And that helps them to continue to be inspired. And it's the same thing, I believe, with an annual report, that, yes, there's an investment of time, there's an investment of money, but it's so well worth it for our communities, for our balabatim, um, to help you grow in your shluchas. Um, I think there's a, it's an amazing investment of time. And, uh, and if a shliach says, well, my mailing list is, you know, I have hundreds on my mailing list, maybe think about, be strategic of who you send it to. And, um, and, and also remember that that only means that there's more potential for more donations to come in. You should be grateful that you have a big mailing list. Be smart about who you send it to still, but um, that just means more potential for more people to support and to cover itself many times over. Um, any last thoughts, Daniel, that you want to share with Shluchim on the topic of an annual report? I think the importance of the annual report is, is really a concept of stewardship, which is is the idea of, sh- of after people have given you the gifts, that you show them what you've done with the money, where their investment is going. 
and how it's bearing fruit. I think we're very quick to focus on the cultivation and the schmoozing and, and bringing up Balabatim and all of these concepts, but I think sometimes we, f- we forget about really thanking them or we forget about sometimes really showing them where it is. I think as Davi's mentioned earlier, sometimes if a person only comes to one aspect of your Maisid, but they don't see everything else, they sort of, they don't, they don't, they lack the perspective of what you're really doing, and this is a very easy way and a very strong and healthy way to show them that what, where your money's going and encourage them to continue giving and to give you and to continue giving even more. And I think that's from a lot of the, some of the research that I've done is most fundraisers, they lack that back end, that stewardship of really showing the appreciation and showing them what you've done with their hard-earned money. Another another point is that the designer that did it for me has has customized has customized it for other shluchim. She's available to do it for five hundred dollars, which is to be honest, which is cheaper than what I paid her to do it for it. And yours is tw- yours is uh, twelve pages, right? It's twelve. It's twelve pages. In the email, there'll be a link to my the sample of mine. You'll there'll be a the designer's email if you want to reach out to her directly. And also there's a link to a Google Doc that has the layout of everything you need so that you can just simply plug in your information and you don't have to come up with any concepts or any themes. You can really get the ball rolling really easily, really and really really quickly. I mean I can't tell you how much time I spent conceptually coming up with a theme and the design and the layout and I'm more than happy that other people are able to take that time and just run with it and do it very quickly to get the ball rolling and then as they get more and more comfortable they'll be able to make their own okay great one last question is um your printing it sounds like you're, the, the, the price of printing for a 12 page full color 11 by 17 folded in half um is uh, is a very good price Who, where do you do it i use shalom lane of the print house uh-huh. you'll have to contact him directly for all of the how much he charges for any for every different project. Okay. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Rabbi Sana, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha and unique approach to an annual report. We really appreciate your time. No, I enjoy, I enjoy listening, so hopefully everyone else will keep them coming too. This is Dovi Shapiro, and I would like to thank the many Shluchim who are constantly sending me ideas of Shluchim to interview on specific topics of how we can make our Chabad houses more successful and ultimately do the Rebbe Shluchus in the best way possible to reach more Yidden. So if you know a Shliach who has success in a specific area, please email me. Let me know how I can interview them on what topic. And for all previous podcasts, visit shluchimpodcast.com. You can create an account and you can listen to all previous podcasts in an organized fashion. Make it a great week.